Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Movies Are Real for the month of February 2018. Hope you enjoyed our best of 2017. We are back. I am your host, George Cruz, here with the knowledgeable and lovely and handsome Ryan Lance. Huh? <laughs> and Carrie Lyles, the incredibly knowledgeable and cool Carrie Lyles. Oh, What's dang. up? I'm not handsome, though. So, <laughs> the fantastic woman, the pregnant knight, the demon house herself. Um, <laughs> fuck, this is our notes. Damn it, damn it. Damn it. I'm the cut. Welcome to this, what is a monthly movies podcast where we look at the movies of the month prior and, what we're looking, and then we talk about what we're looking forward to the next month. This is the episode for February 2018. I almost said 2017 there. Yeah. yeah it's all the same. It is all the same. Time's an illusion. But yeah, it, it's, we're a little bit late, but I'm going to say that's fine because we put the best of, and that was like four was hours of, of podcast, three and a half, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Factualist. Factualist. And spoiler alert, we didn't miss a lot. I personally yeah, I, I don't know if it's we didn't miss a lot or we're just low, oh man, time low to energy. hang the whole podcast <laughs> gloves up. <laughs> We're done with this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been. We haven't watched a whole lot, and we don't have. We only have. We have five movies here, and we added the last one because we're like, fucking, why not? I'll talk about this dumb shit. <laughs> but Ryan's we, very excited. About uh, it. Clearly, I'm. Well, I'm, I'm I love cinema. But we do have two movies here that I would say are definitely worth talking about, at least, or at least one. I've heard some things about Mute, and maybe those things are worth discussing on this podcast. <laughs> let's get to that. Uh, but first, let's talk about the Cloverfield Paradox. A bit of a surprise, and I guess of a. What is this? So, is this a sequel? Is this a? You did not watch this. I did correct. not watch the. You know what? For a free movie that costs you nothing to watch, good for you. That's, okay. that's time of your life that you could have spent doing anything else. Uh, so, like, the, the weird thing about Cloverfield Paradox is, like, it also exists, like, in its own, like, state. But, like, the whole, like, gimmick of it is it explains the other two Clair Cloverfield movies in a way that I think is pretty dumb. <laughs> Carrie, would you agree it's pretty dumb? Uh... Do you remember how it explains it? Is it the universes? Something. Anyways. That does sound lame already. Let, let's let's get into the plot of the movie. Have you George. heard of parallel universes, no, George? That sounds lame. Have you heard of the Dark Tower? No. <laughs> uh, so so George, the movie is about uh basically the world is like has this uh they've ran out of like energy. Okay. So there's this uh space station where everyone from uh, several different uh, countries come together and they're working on this like uh I forget what the exact term is, like this hyperdrive thing. And Adam just Smasher. Adam some, just, a gener just a generic machine. Like a generator. Okay, like a mining they, tool? They like Not wanna, a mining tool. They wanna, there's something they can do if they smash atoms together, they can make antimatter and then get like a charge out of it or something. And I don't remember. And basically they're working to like get this thing to work in space because then it would power the entire world forever. And then like all the war, well there's not really war, there's like, it's like a Cold War too, but with several different countries. We're like, all right, if, Things keep getting fucked up. We're gonna fucking attack France. Cause, I don't know, that sounds fun. <laughs> and like the Russians are going crazy, America's going crazy, and basically this whole crew of like fun, wacky characters are up in space and they're trying to get it all solved and it's not going super well. And it's intercut with uh, the main character's husband and what he's doing um, on Earth in this apocalypse um, setting plot that definitely goes somewhere oh it, <laughs> it doesn't does just not. putter out and die and go away <laughs> carrie no spoilers here <laughs> oh sorry 
Uh, Nothing putters out or dies in Cloverfield Paradox. Look, I'm just going to get into spoilers because this movie is <laughs> fucking boring. Uh, so eventually they get the machine to work, okay, George? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then something happens to the ship and they realize that Earth is no longer there. So they're just stranded out in space. So they, mm. so they think... The first idea is like we destroyed the earth. We destroyed the earth. What we the blowed fuck up do- Earth? No. We blowed up Earth. What do we do? And like, I think that's a fine enough idea on its own. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's about a thousand other ideas. Because not only does uh, Earth disappear, but also there's a bunch of random weird things happening in the ship, like the drive thing that they need to work. The power machine is missing. All the worms in their worm farm are gone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they find a screaming woman that none of them recognize just in a wall. Yeah, she's got, like, cables going through Elizabeth her. Elizabeth Debicki. And, like, look, if you find her in a wall, you've scored big time. Very, very, very pretty woman. But a uh, very confusing scenario, I would say. And basically everyone just stops trusting each other. Uh, a few horror things happen kind of randomly. There's a part where a guy's trying to fix like he's trying to reseal some like panels that like came undone because like steam exhaust you know mm-hmm. and then his arm just kind of goes in through the wall <laughs> and then it like comes out and it's like perfectly like seared shut so like he feels yeah. no pain but his arm cauterized it's it's he doesn't feel the pain but his arm's gone and they're like well what the fuck's going on where's my arm and then they find his arm just walking down the hallway by itself <laughs> And they're like, what's it do? He's like, it's trying to show us where the key is. <laughs> and so it writes down, like, uh, the corpse of, like, one of their crewmates that died because a bunch of fucking worms exploded out of him. That scene was awesome. That was I weird. liked that part. <laughs> and it's like, oh, the drive was in his body for some reason. Thank you, arm, for telling us that. <laughs> and then the arm did a finger gun at him. It's like, you got it. I don't know. I don't remember, but that could have happened. <laughs> that should have happened. And basically, they find out that uh, they basically jumped to another dimension that's mm. parallel. So that's why uh, the girl is on that ship. She was originally on that dimension's version of the ship. But now she's on that ship because her ship and her alternate dimension crashed into the ocean. And everyone's like, well, fuck. Our only hope for humanity is gone. Let's kill each other now. And then they're like, well, we need to start the hyperdrive to get back to our own dimension. Blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, there's this whole thing of like, if we fuck with time, then monsters from other dimensions yeah. are just going <laughs> to spew all over time. So the way it explains Cloverfield is every movie is its own thing. But because these guys use this crazy machine, mm-hmm. it ripped a hole all throughout space time. And in like every dimension, these Cloverfield demons are coming down. That's really lame. Yeah, it is really <laughs> lame. Huh. So basically, uh, in one dimension, it was in 2006, the one Cloverfield monster came down in New York and original Cloverfield happened. And in another dimension, it was 2014, and it was that little smoky Cloverfield monster, and the there was a mini one, right? I don't know. And in this one, there were, like, other Cloverfield monsters, but it was the future. And, like, you saw them very briefly, like, from the husband's perspectives on Earth, and it's just not... It's not a good movie. There's like a few scenes that like I like that like are like interesting, but like it just doesn't hold its own. It's not interesting, and none of the characters they don't do it nothing. It sounds like for it me. just kind of makes the other ones worse. Yeah, it kind of does. Hmm. It's like ah, oh, how did how did this happen? Oh, because a bunch of dumbasses shot a space yeah. <laughs> laser that caused a bunch of demons to <clears throat> fall out of the sky. 
Ain't that fun? That's a fun movie. <laughs> the Cloverfield monsters are just as scared of you as you are of them. Oh, fucking <laughs> well, that's a bummer. Yeah. But also, it seems like... Is there plans to make more of these? I think so. There's one coming out this year still. Oh. At the end of the year. It's a World War II themed. Oh. So the demons came down in World War II. Listen. <laughs> that concept sounds fine. It does it sound fine. Stupid. I I just can't wait for them to fuck it up again. Yeah. Because, like, 10 Cloverfield Lane was awesome. Like, they struck gold with that. But on this one, they're like, all right, the iron's hot. Let's fuck this shit up horribly. Oh, well. Because, like, it's an idea that, like, we don't need explained, I feel. Like, oh, there's monsters. Isn't that enough? Like, oh, this similar-looking monster is, like, attacking, and here's a different perspective on that, you know? But no, we cannot, We got to explain why there's monsters attacking the planet. Mm. I don't know. It's boring and dumb. Well. And not worth it. Cancel your Netflix subscription. <laughs> Honestly, there's a there's a lot of reasons maybe you might want to think they're they are making creative decisions and products with that money, huh? Yeah, they are. Uh, we'll, there, we'll get to that after. Yeah. Is there anything else to say about this, Carrie? Do you have any thoughts? Ryan kind of took that over nah. there. I honestly don't remember a lot, and from what I've talked to Carrie, she remembers less. <laughs> Listen. All right. Well, let's talk about a very good movie. Let's talk about Black Panther. Big one, a big one, big, big, big movie of the year, Black Panther, obviously based on the Marvel character, the, the titular Black Panther. You got Ryan Coogler, director of Moonlight, correct? No, Creed. Oh. Creed. He directed that? He directed Creed, yeah. Uh, Barry Moon, Jenkins. Barry Jenkins, Barry Jenkins, right. directed Moonlight, yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know why I confused Ryan Coogler. Because I, I haven't seen either movies, and I somehow confused their names. I don't know. I mean, they're both like Academy Awards. I mean, both years were like... like Creed won something that year, like two. Uh, if not, it was at least nominated. Okay. I just watched Creed. I feel like I would. No, I think it. I think Sylvester Stallone won for um, Best Actor. I think. Anyways. Good on him. Good mm-hmm. on Sylvester Stallone, and not the <clears throat> the movie the character <throat> the movie was about, which was Chadwick Boseman, Chadwick Michael Boseman. B. Jordan, Lupita Nyong'o, Black Panther. It's Angela good. Bassett. It is good. It's very good. At least I think so here. I, I agree. It's one of my favorite Marvel movies. It's probably top like... three. Again, it doesn't take much. I think for this crowd, for our, our bar from the Marvel movie, like the ranking of Marvel movies isn't a fucking like a hard converse, a hard inner <laughs> struggle. For that e- one sucks, right? Yeah. All right. Bottom of the list. A lot of people in my timeline are, are, are deciding that the first Captain America movie is good, actually. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, every time I read, like, a... I don't know why, but, like, every time I read, like, a let's rank the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, I'm like, all right, let's see what this fucking idiot has to say. <laughs> like, they always rank Captain America Civil War, like, in the top ten. I'm like, what is wrong with you? It's objectively bad. Nothing happens. Oh, the Nazis have space guns, and, oh, I guess you're just gonna drop the plane into the arctic because okay cool but we're not here to talk about that yeah like panther carrie how'd you feel about it i don't think you said how you felt about it it was fine okay so you didn't like it that much all right so it felt like a marvel movie really i I think i think that's fair uh i mean probably my least favorite thing about the movie is the what are those jokes oh my fucking god yeah no actually i hate this movie (laughs) oh Sorry, I had this to purge that. Wakanda is so advanced, nation, they still have Vine. <laughs> they just got, yeah. they they got s- Vine going. They still got Vine 2 launched in, in Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda are the people who started Vine 2. <laughs> we need Vine back. 
No, no the How joke is it gonna <laughs> feel? It's made of vibranium. I really liked the joke where she had the uh the sneakers. No. I, I really like the sneakers. <laughs> Not that joke. one either. The one where she had the new suit on the mannequin and she was like, oh, strike yeah. it! And he was like, boom! I laughed really hard at that, genuinely. And then right after that was the water those joke, and it just took all the wind out of me, and I was like, oh. But, you know, I don't dislike this movie. I like this... This movie doesn't feel as toolish as a lot of other uh, superhero marvel movies. I like its attitude. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but... And I like the characters, but... I don't think I've ever liked these movies all that much. I'm you sorry. like Thor. I like Thor a lot, but that was goofy and it felt like a diversion. This so felt like this definitely feels like of like cut maybe I'll like cloth. Black Panther three. Maybe maybe <laughs> when it goes into space and he's a space. Pig. So obviously this is after uh, Civil War. Pretty much right. Pretty after. much right after. Uh, King T'Challa and I forget what's his dad. What's his uh, dad? T'Chaka. T'Chaka. Yeah. His dad dies in Civil War, and yep. he becomes the Black Panther. And now we are following up from that. Um, I'm trying to think of it's basically like a power struggle between right. him and like this new character, uh, Eric Killmonger, played by uh, Michael B. Jordan, My, the the incredible Michael B. Jordan. Yes, he comes. He comes to Wakanda as like, no, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Kane. And right. And the whole because movie is a power struggle. Because his He's his uncle's son. He's his uncle's son, yeah. Yes. And so he also has like a say in the throne. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so there's this power struggle and Eric Killmonger wants to sort of expand Wakanda because Wakanda's a very like we are here. Very we don't very isolated nation. Very isolated this is it's about us. You know, listen, you can take those people, make them slaves. We're cool, guys. We're cool. <laughs> We're gonna do our own thing. Yeah. Um and so, yeah, that's sort of the big thing of the movie. And that, that's and my... how both characters have, like, their own, like, their, their own, like, direction where they want to go. Where, like, it's understandable both ways, right. I feel. I'm more on the side of Killmonger, personally. Yeah. And I think it's very understandable. It's very, uh, it's, it's, it's understandable, like, the way he is going about it is obviously not Yeah, great. maybe not to start war with, like, everyone. Like, yeah, that's not Maybe great. killing everyone isn't the direction you should go. Yeah. I mean understandable <laughs> but yeah the thing that i like about this movie that it's a it's a fucking risky movie and they made them they let them go there yeah in a way that i am shocked there is a there is a legit just a moment in this movie he's like yo fuck cops but for real though and it's just like whoa um and just the like just what you got to put together again like they never say outright we just let slavery about. happen. Yeah. But we just let slavery happen because we're over here chilling. Um, and I thought all of th all of the narrative threads and like the 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 greater implications of this place and the world around it, I found really really interesting. Uh, I thought uh, Chadwick Boseman killed it. Mm -hmm. I thought uh, Lupita Nyong'o was great. I think all the all I think all the actors in this movie kill it. Uh, I was a fan of uh, other than what's his name? Uh, from get Out Guy. Yeah, Get Out oh, Guy. Yeah, he, he was the most Marvel bad guy in the fucking planet. He, wasn't even a, he was just like this neutral guy who was like, I want to switch sides because it seems <laughs> convenient to me right now. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a shame that like he was one of my least liked characters in the movie because he's he's done some great stuff so lately. Mm -hmm. 
But I don't know what it was. It is in the framework of a Marvel movie, but I just really liked it. I thought it was really exciting. I, I was like, is this how people look at Captain America Winter Soldier? Because I feel nothing towards that movie. People swear to me it's the best one because it's a... Uh, the the pacing and the thriller aspect of it like i can look at that movie like objectively like that's really good, it doesn't, it's a good movie. it doesn't do much to me like emotionally right like the only like superhero movies that have like a or like superhero cares that affect me like emotion was like original spider-man when i was a kid and like the miss marvel comic like original uh uh kamala khan stuff mm. that's the only stuff that's been like i relate to this i feel something here but yeah, I really like Black Panther a lot. I thought I the soundtrack is fan fucking tastic, and they didn't use a, a lot of it. Uh, but it also, I guess, it makes and also sense. like most Marvel movies don't even have like a memorable soundtrack too. Right? No, yeah. So like, it's interesting having one where it's like buy the album, and people are like, yeah, I'll buy this Marvel album. It's, it's a very good. Like, it's a very that. good album. Um, but yeah, it's been so long since I have seen it that I can't think of a lot of it. But my favorite thing about it is again that it is aggressive and very out there in the framework of a Marvel Disney product. Mm -hmm. And that I really, really like. Like, let's talk about actual, like, fighting back. Like, what's, like and I like that a whole lot. It's a lot more grounded, even though it's this fantastical fucking thing. Um, but yeah, I feel very strongly about it. Big, I think big that's why I like Marvel doing these... I like, I like as further they go, like, although we get tired of these fucking Marvel movies every other month, they're using more characters that are like lesser known, and I feel like for me, those stories are always the most interesting. Like I, I could not, I couldn't give two shits about Iron Man or another fucking, uh, uh, another fucking Ant Man movie, even though we're getting another yeah, one. Yeah, really, unfortunately. <laughs> but like uh, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, uh, like those. The first Guardians of the Galaxy was great. It was great. It was very refreshing. It's it's weird that that movie came out so soon when they were doing that stuff. 16, 17, 18. That was 2014. Yeah, first one came out. Mm -hmm. That was relative. That was that was before they were kicking them out three three a year. Yeah, I think it was like soon after that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. How do we feel about going into uh, civil not civil war? Uh, whatever the fuck this movie's called. That should say how much I care about. Uh, what's this movie called? Infinity War. Infinity War. Infinity Thank War. you very much. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean. What, what what annoys me most about this is like there's a fucking another Avengers movie next year. Oh right. Yeah, it was supposed to be Infinity War Part One and Two, but then they dropped the, that and like it's gonna be its own thing actually. <laughs> so is there gonna be a, there's a definitive end to this arc if this? Movie... I don't know. That's what's okay. annoying to me about it. like is Thanos just gonna be is that gonna be done? Is this next movie gonna be a continuation of that? And also I feel like. Back to back Avengers on paper, they're fucking Marvel's like, oh hell yeah, we're gonna make so much money. I feel like people be like, a fuck another one, really? If they are separate movies, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it would have been just better to be part one, part two. I think so too. Unless they didn't like the putting the part one and part two in the title. <laughs> yeah, 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 might, I, yeah I hate that. I hate how that looks, but like, I feel like that'd be more like understandable for yeah. like, the audience. But I just think they. Well, you think that, but then their mind, like, well, why would someone walk into part two if they didn't see part one? Because they fucking made a bunch of pretty sick, pretty sick shows on every, Like, anyone's gonna fucking, like, the first Marvel movie I'm ever gonna watch Avengers Infinity War Part Two. I'm gonna start in late in the <laughs> Avengers game. Avengers 2.2. I'm gonna start at Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That's the first Marvel movie I'm gonna watch, and I'm gonna understand every single thing about this movie. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know nothing. 
Mm. I don't know. Do you have any hopes for the movie? Do I have any hopes? I hope it's entertaining and not boring. What, what would you, what would you hope to happen? I uh, hope. But... What, what would happen in this movie to make you like leave the theater and be like, you know what? <laughs> Worth the price. Of this. Uh, <laughs> utilize Black Panther. Utilize Black Panther. From the trailers, it seems like it's there's going to be a lot of Wakanda. Don't utilize Tom Holland that much. <laughs> Uh, well, I need to say this to you, but I feel like Marvel's gonna milk Spider-Man. Fine, I have more Spider-Man than Iron Man. Then that's not gonna yeah. happen in a million years. But because this is again, it doesn't matter. This is Iron Man's. Pro- this is the Iron Man hour. This is Iron Man's time, baby. Um, hmm. Do something with Scarlet Witch. That'd be cool. She did. She was in two, the worst one, and then they didn't do anything after that. That's true. Carrie, what what about this movie? Yeah. What could make you like this movie? I want Korg and Vision to have a conversation. Hell yeah. <laughs> Before he dies. Hell yeah. Vision's going to die in this one. Probably, yeah. And then Korg's going to walk. He's like, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> um, I don't know. I hope, my hopes are just like, I, I want them to kill off some of the characters. Yeah, that'd be good. There's too many, and I and I've stopped caring about most of them. And they need to actually like make this matter, other than killing uh, what's his name, Aaron Taylor Johnson as Quicksilver. I want oh, yeah. <laughs> when we were watching Black Panther, and they do spoilers when they do that fake out. We're like, oh my god, he's fucking dead. I was like, oh, that's, a, that's one less person. I have to keep track of it eventually. And I was like, oh wait, there's no way he's fucking dead. Yeah, but for a minute, I was like, oh cool. Going back to Black Panther, was it just me or the special effects in this movie look really bad? Oh, uh, yeah. They were passable. I thought the me. fight between the them was bad. Were interesting looking. Yeah, the rhinos were interesting <laughs> yeah. looking. Um, it I was hope, funny when they showed up, though. That made me happy. I hope they don't give Batista too many dumb, shitty lines. Oh, my God. I've also recently realized, since I've gone back in the wrestling train, I was like, I've been watching Batista for a long time. And so when I watch him in Guardians of the Galaxy, this guy's still at it. Oh, so he just started his movie career. Um... <laughs> Who do you want to die in this movie, George? Infinity War. If you could choose one character to die, yes. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson's character, sure, why not? Black Widow. But she's gonna get her own movie. They announced that. Yeah, Red yeah. No, there's. there's <laughs> I would like, say you're a few years too late on that one, buddy. There, there's officially a Black Widow movie. Yeah, too late out. on that one. I, I, I know. <laughs> way, way too late. Way too late on that one. Like five years too late. Yeah, too way late too that. late. Um, let me tell you about Lucy. Lucy. Oh boy. That's, That's the movie that rode that train. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the Valerian train, ba- the bank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm done talking about this dumb fucking Avengers movie. Let's talk uh, about another dumb fucking movie. Oh, yeah. Let's talk, ab- uh, let's talk about Warcraft 2. No, let's talk about <laughs> Duncan Jones is back. Mute. Mute. Director of Moon, S- Warcraft. Spiritual dr- uh, sequel to Moon. And yep. there's, a, there's a few Moon callbacks that exist in the same universe as Moon. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I'll tell you what, though, if you did not watch Moon, it's, just, really, like, it's really confusing. <laughs> so, uh, Mute takes place in, like, I think it's the 2040s? Probably. Probably, something like that. It takes place in Berlin. It's very, like, Blade Runner future-esque. All, all holograms. I'm so tired all, of that aesthetic, by the way. All, I like that. Apart sex. from Blade Runner. I think Blade Runner looks I, l- I like that look. And I'm interested in seeing what Duncan Jones' idea of that future is. Super Mario Brothers. It movie. looks fine. Visually, it looks fine, right, Carrie? Yeah. It, lo- it looks passable. And it's about this character. Uh, he grew up um, Amish. And then he was in an incident where uh, basically a, a, a boating, boat? a boating yeah. in- incident where he lost his ability to speak. 
Oh. So the the like propeller on the boat ripped up his vocal cord. And then it goes into the future, and he's a bar guy. He's played by Alexander Skarsgård. So he's a real big guy, but he can't talk. And he has this girlfriend with blue hair who's crazy, and they're in love because they say that they're in love a lot. Well, she does. She does. <laughs> he, he, well, he draws. You see, the thing is, unlike Shape of Water, he doesn't do sign language. He just draws and writes out what he's thinking. So not as interesting. Mm. He's a good he's a good artiste, I would say that much. Mm. And basically the whole movie is his girlfriend goes missing and he goes on this uh, detective noir-esque case to try to find where his girlfriend is. Yep. Seems like it's been done before, right, George? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing about this is like, okay. Well, what if I told you about the fun side character? Oh, yeah. is this the guy I've heard a lot about? Here comes Paul Rudd. <laughs> oh, I, forgot about, I didn't know it was Paul Rudd who played this character. Well, he no. doesn't play the character you're thinking of. He plays the friend of Paul Oh, okay. He pl- Paul Rudd is the main villain, yeah. though. He's basically this like m- bad surgeon guy who's doing bad thing what does he do that's bad i honestly forget. he's a dick he was like he was like performing surgery on mob members who yeah. were injured so it was like people who would go to jail if you took them to a regular hospital i guess and he was just like a dick yeah he that's, was rude he was very mean <laughs> and he has a daughter that he cares about and he has his friend i forget what his friend's name is or yeah, who he's played yeah. by oh well but were they this movie was so fucking confusing it's, were they dating like him were they related or were they ex-lovers or because they kept calling him the paul rudd and the other guy no no no, they were never together okay well i kept calling so they're like okay babe and i was like what is happening i think that was just them being fun they were being bro- they, were, <laughs> they being- were being fun and approachable <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rudd's a fun guy. He, if Paul Rudd went up to like, oh, hey, babe, you'd be like, oh, Paul. Oh, Paul Rudd. Oh, Paul Rudd. Oh. If you that other guy in context. Oh, hey, babe. Team, oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know the other guy. Uh, he's just like the assistant to him, and he also works to make prosthetics for people. Yeah. But he's also very clearly a uh, pedophile. Mm-hmm. Overt pedophile. Overt pedophile. <laughs> As in, like, they're going bowling together, and he, like, looks over to, like, some teenage girls. Not even teenage, like, like... Well, they were, like, 16. Uh, 14. I, they looked around 14, I feel. I, I thought the line was that they were 16. Okay, okay. And, like, he made some comment about how they have... Uh, their undercarriage is very smooth, and there's no hair. I don't want to repeat the line because it's fucking gross. And Paul Rudd's and like, like, Jesus. Jesus, guy. <laughs> you know, you know, George, if I ever made like a pedophilic comment to you, your, your reaction would be like, oh, Ryan, what a great, what a funny guy, right? It wouldn't be like, huh. <laughs> what does this mean? And then he made a lot of weird comments about Paul Rudd's daughter, and he's like, don't you talk about my daughter. He's like, Fine, man. I'm not doing nothing. Oh, fine. <laughs> and then, like, these comments and, like, interactions, and, like, they go to, like, whorehouses a lot. Yeah, there's several scenes, like, in the upper... It's funny, because where, where, where Paul just, drops his yeah, daughter Yeah, where he leaves his daughter with various different escorts. So, can you watch my kid? And she's like, oh, of course, I'd love to. Because like, I gotta go, uh, go bowling again. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, his friend... All, he, the thing is They're he, trying all, to get uh, Paul Rudd's visa or something to go to leave. To go Berlin. to America, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but also like his uh, his friend, like he always goes after the prostitutes who look very oh, young. Oh, who are playing the schoolgirl? Who are playing fantasy. the schoolgirl mm-hmm. thing? Yeah, and it's, and Paul Rudd's like, that's oh, just that, what it, that guy. That's just his fetish. <laughs> that's what he's that into. He's into <laughs> that he's into. Yeah. It's like, and it's not till like the ending where like Paul Rudd finds out that like he has. Because he makes prosthetics for children who, like, lose their limbs. He finds it, like, in their changing rooms, he, like, has cameras. And he's like, what's with all these cameras? He's like, I don't, I'm, I'm a doctor. They're just because I'm a doctor. And he's like, no. You have a problem. He's like, oh, I know, man. I'm sorry. He's like, it's, it's okay. all right. It's okay, man. Let's go get some beers. And it's like, oh, hell yeah. And then they drop it for a bit. For a bit. And then Alexander Skarsgård eventually finds out where his wife is. She's been dead the whole time. <laughs> In Paul Rudd's basement. What a surprise. Oh, did oh, I spoil mute for you, Duncan Jones? I'm sorry. Uh, and then... This movie was just incoherent, mumbling, bad. Very bad. Uh, the moon stuff was the most interesting <laughs> yeah. to me. And it's basically just like uh, Alexander Skarsgård's character like looks up at like a TV and like... There's like a courtroom trial about what's going on in Moon. You've seen Moon, right? No, I haven't. I know what it's, it is. It's basically just like uh, Sam Rockwell arguing with himself. <laughs> Pretty funny. I'm Sam Bill. Well, no, I'm Sam Bill. <laughs> it's very, it's very funny, but it's like you could have done something with that. Yeah. I feel. And a lot of the weird, a lot of the like world building air quotes stuff was just like obviously like shoehorned in to be like wow the life is hard for this mute man in this future world it's like there's all these scenes where he like approaches the machine to use it and it's like please speak clearly the thing that you want to do and it's like hmm like my favorite he was in a library a library quiet place (laughs) and he walks up to the the card catalog machine and it's like please whisper quietly the name of the book that you're looking for and it's like why would that be what huh so then it's like oh he goes through this entire giant library even though he can't find where the book is he's that determined but it's like what the world seems so stupid it seems just more inconvenient because it's all (laughs) voice based (laughs) and also like during the ending basically uh Alexander Skarsgård, mute guy, he kills Paul Rudd's character, so pedophile guy gets all mad at him, because that was his best friend. You killed my bro. You killed my bro. I also am a I guess I'll have to take care of his daughter now. Darn it. And, like, the the last thing Paul Rudd sees is, like, Alexander is a pedophile guy taking his daughter, and he's like, I'll take care of you. And he's, like, looking through, like, a camera that he has, and he's like, oh, Fuck. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I forgot the about that last entire saw, scene. He, the last thing he saw was like his pedophile friend taking care of his yeah, daughter. Yeah, like, Alexander oh. Skarsgård like stabbed Paul Rudd through the throat, and it's like, who's mute now, bitch? And it's like, oh my god. And then uh, the the pedophile guy he takes out Alexander Skarsgård, and he does a surgery on him to make him talk. Oh yeah. So, like, the last scene is, like, him like, why won't you say anything to me? I brought back your vocal cords. And, he's, <laughs> and he fucking drowns him. He's, like, he's a monstrous man. He can just drown you. It's not like yeah. it was an even playing field. Well, and you find out that the that Paul Rudd's daughter is also uh, uh, Alexander Skarsgård's wife's daughter. Yeah. So it's like, oh, so he takes care of her now. Yeah. Mm. And he can talk now, but he has a robot voice. He's like, I am here. He's got, like, a stoma voice. <laughs> I'm going. I'm here for you, child. I can take care of you. Hello, human child. I love you. 
I am Alexander Skarsgård. Remember me from... Uh, uh. <laughs> anyways, not worth it. Yeah, don't. especially because the movie feels like it's three hours. Oh my god! Even I though was, it, I'd been watching this movie for ten years, and I looked, and it was like you're fifteen minutes in. And I was like, no. <laughs> like it's it's like surprising, like how long it feels for very little progress. It's that feels bad. Like, and like the whole time, I was like, why doesn't he go like file a missing persons report? <laughs> because he's mute, Ryan. You have to walk up to the police station and be like, please state clearly and slowly the nature of crime you'd like to report. He's like, mm. <laughs> it's it's bad. Another Netflix movie I would not recommend from this month of Netflix. Oh, Netflix movie. trash. Netflix trash month. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of something that's not Netflix trash, but it's on Netflix and everywhere but in the good old U.S. of A. Uh, Annihilation. The e- good movie. The good movie. <laughs> Great. Uh, Alex Garland, he's back. Uh, director of Ex Machina, writer of Dread, personal favorite of mine. Um, a news report came out that apparently he basically directed Dread. Yeah, that's why I was confused. Like, why... Like, I always confuse him as a director, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He did direct it, pretty much. Oh, he just okay. wasn't credited for it, according uh, to this thing. Which Dread is, like, good is for a, you. Another good movie that you made. Dread is a great movie that everyone should watch. Um, so is Annihilation. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't really know how to start this conversation, because... Hmm. The movie's better knowing little, I feel. like So, there is this thing called The Shimmer... There's a meteorite that hits the Earth, and it creates all this... This, like, very <laughs> rainbow Iridescent cloud. Yes, iridescent cloud is all like, and everyone's all like... And they're like, let's shoot at it. And it's like, oh. like no, wait, stop. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's been on the Earth for quite a few years, and some events happen, and Natalie Portman discovers that this is a thing that's happening. Right. And she decides, she... I need to go into this... this well, ship. first... Oscar Isaac is her husband. Oh, yes. He is presumed dead, and then he just kind of shows up and seems confused. And she's like, give me answers. And he's like, uh, I'm going to throw up. And so then they go, they are going to go to the hospital, and they get intercepted. And then she's at the facility outside the shimmer. And then she realizes that her husband was sent out into the shimmer, and now she wants to go into the shimmer to find her husband because she feels, because it's her fault. So I've come to the realization now that we only that we usually only don't spoil movies that we like, and we usually spoil movies we don't fucking give a shit about. <laughs> yeah, because this is one like I feel like if we spoil it, I don't know, like it the might. it'll still be it'll still be powerful. Yeah, but man, but anyways, so I would say what makes this movie work is that there is the mystery, but. It's like a sci-fi action movie. It's not. I wouldn't say it's as horror as many people. There's some sell elements it. of horror. In There's it. some. I mean, that bear that is pretty I scary. I could not watch. Yeah. I did not like that stomach scene. Ah, uh, yeah, but is that like horror? Like that's some Evil Dead shit. I guess so. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, the most of the movie is it's sort of like a predator thing. They're in the jungle or wherever this place is. They're in the, the shimmer. Swamp. It's like a the swamp. They fight it's an a Floridian a, swamp. Yeah, they fight. Uh, is it an alligator or a crocodile? I'm not very. It's a lot of things. Yeah, it is a lot. that's true. <laughs> that is very true. Um, and so yeah, they're just making their way through this. They're trying to find. Uh, they're trying to make it to the lighthouse, right? Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's the epicenter. That's the epicenter where the where the I mean, thing hit, and she's like. 
The mission statement is to get to the lighthouse, and I need to know what's in the lighthouse. Yep, it's a group of women go over there. It's stuff the happens. Um, it's something. And then some things happen. Yeah, this one it's a uh, it's it, it sounds like we're just being like stuff happens in the movie. You should watch it. I don't know, but it is very hard to describe. But some stuff happens in the movie, and you should watch it. <laughs> I would say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it deals with uh, a lot of the self-inflicted fracturing and self-destruction. And our own self-destructive tendencies and how those can come to a head and have negative effects on our lives. And how, oh my god, it's, it's, I just like that there's a lot of detail in this movie. As someone who has watched this movie three times at this point, uh, you go back and you see things that you didn't notice the first time. And you can tell that there's a lot of care put into it. And it's not just, uh dumb sci-fi creature alien romp it's thoughtful and interesting yeah swamp yeah (laughs) um unfortunately this movie did not do well oh did it not no commercially not very really yeah because it cost a lot of money and it did not make a lot well also they buried it they also buried it out of fear at the end and also it going on netflix does not help it I feel like that does not help a movie make a lot of money. Let me see how bad it was. Okay. Because um, the buzz on it was very good. If they didn't fucking bury it because Paramount had some few bombs, I guess. What what bombed for them that was so bad? I can't remember. I, I, when I heard about this, I was like, I feel like I would have heard about this. They make Transformers, right? They did. Yeah, but those, that did well. never bombed. They Damn. used to do Marvel movies back in 2012. They did. But not they anymore. Made, they made the first few. Oh yep, this did not do well. So the budget was about fifty-five million. It only made like thirty million, so that's a bummer. Um, God damn it! Yeah, that sucks. It does suck. So I th- see. Yeah, because I was I was the impression that this did well because the buzz on it was so high. Nope. Uh, well, that's a bummer. This so movie's say, too smart for us. Same with Blade Runner, except that m- lost even more oh. money. Oh yeah, lost the fuck except ton of money. Except this is a good movie, right? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. It's very good. I love the last 10 minutes of it. They're fucking phenomenal. The soundtrack so is good. something you have oh never heard God. before. So I like that. Point. I love I, the, 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 maybe I should, I, I should rewatch it just because, the, or maybe just listen to the soundtrack because the soundtrack didn't do much until the last 10. And I was yeah. I, I just sit down and listen to that and just be at peace for the rest of my life. It's so goddamn good. <laughs> Like, I want to see this in theaters as many times as possible because that experience of it being just blaring and you're like, Jesus, these speakers are going to fucking break. And it's like, I can feel my brain rattling. I'm going to melt. That's great. Didn't, like, one of the speakers, like, start rattling? I think so. It sounded like it was rattling when we saw it? I don't know. I feel like that's what happened. (laughs) Because that was, I remember when we first talked about this movie, I talked about how I liked the sound in the trailer. (laughs) That's, like, what happened in the movie. I was like, yeah, this is good. This is good. (laughs) So, yeah, Annihilation, uh, I guess we don't have much to say about it without spoiling it, because I would feel bad if we spoiled it, if people did actually care to watch it for themselves just listen in for our best of 2018 and we'll have a full spoiler discussion on oh, it oh probably i would I say like lead that. technically three months into it in our time not when this podcast it's not looking great folks gotta tell you what 
Uh, one more movie. The one, the one we threw in here at the last minute. They're rounding us out here, Ryan. Full I, Metal the, Alchemist. The final, the final part of Netflix trash. Full Metal, Full Metal Al- Alchemist. Uh, based on the hit anime and manga of the same name. Mm-hmm. Two is, brothers. What is Full Metal Alchemist? So, Full Metal Alchemist, the the manga and anime classic, one of the best, one of the best, one of the best of its kind, is about uh, two brothers, uh, and they perform alchemy. So you know, com- uh, equivalent exchange, all that nonsense. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, alchemy. <laughs> and basically, uh, yeah, I've seen uh, as above, so below. Okay, I know okay. all about it. Okay. So basically, uh, the early on plot is they're two brothers and they're like very young and they lose their mother, and they think, oh. Like, she dies of, like, this, just, like, a random, like, issue. And, like, oh, we can use alchemy to bring her back. Even though, like, that's, you're not supposed to use alchemy to, you know, bring a human back to life. And in their attempt to, like, bring their mom back to life using alchemy, uh, one of them loses their entire body. Oh. And one of them, and the other one loses their arm and their leg. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, the soul of the younger brother is in, is put inside a suit of armor mm-hmm. because he lost his body. And so his spirit is put inside the suit of armor. And then they're like, well, we fucked up horribly because I'm bleeding out from two different things and you straight up lost your body. <laughs> so basically their whole quest is to find the Philosopher's Stone because uh, according to alchemy rules, uh, you can use the Philosopher's Stone to basically uh, counteract the rules of, oh, I need equivalent exchange for this. I can actually just use whatever. So, Again, I've seen as above, okay, so I know. below. I know. But you could turn uh, what colon to gold or whatever the old th- alchemy like dream was. Uh, and it's a very good, the anime is very good. Especially if, you, if you're if interested in watching, I would definitely recommend you watch Brotherhood over the original anime, just because Brotherhood follows... The plot of the manga better while the original anime uh, just kind of did its is own it thing. Is it longer? It's it's a little. I'm longer. asking, is this a Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z Kai situation? Because I would recommend you watch Kai now instead of watching yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Well, like the reason I would recommend Brotherhood is because uh, it makes more sense. Okay. Uh, because uh, basically. The reason the anime did its own thing is because it caught up with the manga. So instead of being like, oh, let's wait a bit, they're like, Let's just make it up. And it basically became like, oh, we're just doing magic now, basically. <clears throat> it wasn't science. It was just like, oh, we're all flying and flips and shit. It's like, oh, it's own thing. And, yeah, it's very good. This is the live action. This is the live action movie, though. A movie that I would say should not have ever been made. Mm. Because the plot is too complicated, and it doesn't make a lot of sense being condensed until like is this like is this like the entirety of it it's a lot more of it than it should have been okay it's basically like the top hits from like the first two seasons condensed into one movie Mm. which is very weird because like halfway through like an arc will happen and like well shit that was a movie and it's like oh it's still going oh okay that's fine it's also just like weird in the the visual effects are all, like, strange. Like, the main thing is, like, the main character, Edward, is able to, like, turn metal and, like, morph, like, metal in the ground to, like, a sphere to fight or whatever. And, like, you see that in, like, a beginning action scene and then never again. He just, like, kind of wanders around. You don't ever see the brother in the suit of armor, most because that effect looks bad. <laughs> so he's just off doing his own thing that you don't see. All the characters clearly have wigs because... <laughs> The manga takes place in, like, an alternative, like, England. 
So all the characters are like, I'm Edward, I'm Alphonse, I'm, uh, my name is Armstrong. But, you know, because of Made in Japan, they're all Japanese. And they all have, like, these English wigs on. And it looks real bad and real, like, mmm. <laughs> This seems like you stole it from, like, a high school prop department. Mm. Especially Edward's wig, the main character, which is a shame because you think they would put more effort into that. Uh, but, yeah, it's bad. Not worth watching, even if you like Fullmetal Alchemist. Not as bad as Death Note, though. Not, not as bad as Death Note. <laughs> Death Note is entertaining to watch because it's so bad. This is just boring and uninteresting. Mm. And just, uh, I don't know, man. It's not it's not worth it. It's not it's not worth you watch it and you just wonder why they even bothered to do this. It's one of those things. Kind of like with the Ghost in the Shell movie, like why did they have to make this? Cuz it was fine as it was. And also it doesn't transfer well. And they should have like known like in the process of like, "Oh, this doesn't work." Like a movie that we're talking about like later, like A Wrinkle in Time, like that was from what I've heard, like that's a movie that like people say like Oh, it can never be made into a movie because it's mm-hmm. too it's too out there. The things it does cannot be like put to put to picture well. Mm. And then it was made and like, oh, it's bad. And then this is made as like, oh, it's bad because like it just it doesn't it doesn't transfer well. It doesn't make sense in this format. Mm. Maybe well. maybe if it was a radio show. <laughs> probably what if it was full metal alchemist the podcast oh my Ooh. god hell yeah the only format anyways that's february man, that's another bad netflix movie what did we miss this month that was big uh, was there a horror movie that we missed that's probably suck oh no strangers is at march is march right that was the yeah. first week of march yeah uh, i don't know mm. Mm. i'm sure it was we, nothing we more. definitely missed some stuff i feel oh uh, well that doesn't matter i'm not looking back March is Never a thing back. that is happening as we speak right now. Uh, boy, um, we missed game night, which oh, is yeah, apparently it's... fantastic. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Depending on who you ask, apparently it's fantastic. we missed the Peter Rabbit. You missed Fifty Shades. I did miss, Fifty, did Shades. miss Fifty Shades. I'm sorry. I'm... We missed Peter Rabbit. I said that already. <laughs> <You did. laughs> Death, Death Wish was that? Was that? That's Bruce that Bruce. did happen last month. But who cares about yeah, that? Yeah, who cares about that? Anyway, March has some movies. March, it's almost done. But... Which you <laughs> may or may not want to watch, such as Red Sparrow. Probably don't want to watch that one. No. Nope. Nope. Uh, reviews were not good. If Joel I Edgerton. Who cares? Me? I, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Strangers Pray at Night. Apparently that wasn't good. Apparently that wasn't good. I lo- <laughs> no. It looked cool. I like I like the visuals of. The yeah, that's trailer. what I'm saying. I like the visuals yeah, of the trailer. Yeah, it does have neon in it. I, I like, like that they had that haunting version of a Tiffany's. Uh, I think we're alone now. I love haunting versions of songs and. Trailers. Well, no, but okay. it never gets old. But it was a haunting of the original, so they just like it wasn't even. I don't even think it was a haunting version. I think it was just the normal version. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, I think so. I don't know. But no, yes, I absolutely hate haunting covers of uh, songs. Ready Player One is using that fucking, uh, was it? Let, the let's Willy get Wonka? To, let's get, Ooh, to, that. Will get, let's to, get that. to that. Okay. Oh my, yeah, a Wrinkle no. in Time. <laughs> I, I talked. No, I'm not interested. Me either. I never read the book. Have you read the book, Carrie? No. Oh. I keep running to people who was like, I don't get Wrinkle in Time. Like, I read the book as a kid. It's awesome. And it's like, <laughs> no one's there. It's, <laughs> it's like, did you see the movie? No. <laughs> well, what's going on? Why should I care? 
Uh, what is it? What is it about? Thoroughbreds? I don't care. I want to see that. I, I might see that. Tomorrow. I'm interested in that too. Like, I'd be willing it looks to like watch. Another, it looks like another. Aren't teenagers sociopaths and assholes kind of movie? I'd be but... willing to watch it, but I'm not. Yeah, it looks fine. Um, fantastic woman. Right, we just learned about that. Care uh, you know more about one this? For, what's, what's won this? the Oscar it, for one, foreign film? Yeah, best foreign language film. And I had heard like some buzz about it last year, but uh, it's. I don't know if it was really. I, I don't know when it was because it, it wasn't. I remember seeing a trailer for it at the Alamo, so I don't know if that this is like the official release for it this month or whatever. But uh, it's about a uh, trans woman who is in a relationship with an with an older man, and when he dies, uh, she is pretty much being barred from all the all the family grieving and isn't being accepted. And it looks like her her struggle to become accepted by this family and to to cope with the death of this man. So it looks. It looks it's, good. Yeah. Uh, we didn't mention Thoroughbreds, which I guess we should probably talk about it a little bit. Uh, it has the actress from uh, Split, right? Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya mm-hmm. Taylor-Joy. And uh, Anton Yelchin's yeah. last film. Um, I don't know anything. I forget what it is about, actually. I don't know what it's about. All right. Well, we're moving on. <laughs> well. Tomb Raider. Everybody loves Tomb Raider. This is a reboot based on the Crystal Dynamics video game of 2013. Yes. It doesn't look great. I still might see it. I might watch it too, but... I'll pass. It's incredible how much better the video game looks. And that video game story was ridiculous. It was. I love that game, though. It's a good video game. It's a very good video game. But as, like, narrative, it is the... But, like, the weird thing is... Like, when I think about that game, I remember, like, it's very brutal. Yeah. Like, horribly brutal. Just, like fucking ridiculous and like this movie can't be that no it can't well no obviously can't i feel but but i feel like that was part of the appeal that was part of the appeal because like you didn't want laura to die in the game because like you had to force her just die in the most horrible way possible they really tuned that down for the sequel huh Uh, yeah i haven't i need to play the sequel but no, yeah. Like, I, we're not going to have Alicia Van kind of... So we're just going to throw you down these twigs, and you're going to get stabbed by, like, seven of them. Yeah. And then these guys are going to come and just beat you in the fucking head, and you're going to have a concussion, and then you're going to fight a bear, and then I don't fucking know. Jeez. Tomb Raider. Wow. <laughs> anyway, Remember when that was a big thing? Like, how violent that game was? <laughs> that yeah. was a thing. Uh, Love, Simon. I know nothing about it other than... Uh, uh, who's the lead actor? I, I know his name. Nick. Is Robinson. Name? Nick Robinson. That's who it is. That's uh, Nick Robinson is gay? I think so. And that's all I know about it's, that. It's like. Uh, the trailer is like he's in the closet and like on like this school like message board, like a kid came out anom- anonymously. And uh, I'm assuming his name is Simon. Uh, starts contacting him and I guess it's like. A, it's a coming out story mm-hmm. from like his perspective, and I guess him and this anonymous person fall in love or something. I don't know. Uh, but reviews are very good, and people are really high on it just because it's a very uh... yeah. A lot of the buzz around it is that it's like a it's like a typical cookie cutter like romance movie, but it's in it's about a um, an LGBT story, and there's not a lot that are just like a fluffy positive. LGBT movie, it's usually mm. something tragic and horrible. So it's just, it's an important movie, but I don't know if I'll probably 
I probably won't watch it. I don't know. It it feels it feels like a John Green novel. Oh, when I see when I look. Well, at that's it. the whole point of it, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. But like, I don't want to. I don't that. want to see John Green try and tackle issues. <laughs> what do you mean? He tackled, he tackled cancer. He, he ta- cured cancer. He tackled when a girl moves away and you follow her. Oh yeah. That one? Yeah, we saw he, that he, one. He, he tackled, what was the other one? I, I don't know the other ones. Looking for Alaska was pretty good. Anyways, Demon House. Oh. <laughs> Speaking Carrie, of pretty good. <laughs> Carrie, don't do too many spoilers, because you've seen this. Oh. The Zach Baggins movie. <laughs> like a whole episode, it's just a whole it's episode. Like- it's an episode of Ghost no, Adventures. No, it's much but... less fun than an episode of Ghost Adventures. It's much more like like it's fun because you get to hear Zach Baggins actually say "fuck." He'll be like, oh, "This wow. is some fucked up shit," and you're like, "Oh my god, this is crazy." But it's it's just basically this apparently huge news story from 2011 that I don't remember hearing about where there was this Maybe it was house. covered up. Oh my god. There was this house in Gary, Indiana, I believe, where uh, this family who lived there got possessed by demons and they had to leave and then Zach, Zach Baggins was like, hey, I'll buy that house and I want to check those demons out. And so the documentary just kind of follows him Checking those demons ha- out. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm. It's it's. Does it have a beginning, middle, and end? <laughs> There's a lot of times where Zach Baggins comes on screen and he just looks at the camera, or he'll like talk to someone, he'll interview someone. And there's people who are like, I used to live in that house. And he's like, oh, great. And then these kids are like, can we come in the house? He's like, you know, demons can attach themselves to you sometimes. And sure you want to go in there? And like, yeah. And he's like, all right, come on. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> all right. Let's... But he's also very sad through most of the movie. He doesn't have his, like, ghost adventures, his ghost adventures spirit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, yeah, I would recommend it very highly. <laughs> So we'll talk about that in March more. Once I force these two to watch it. Uh, Pacific Rim <laughs> Uprising. Boo! I'm excited. Boo! Actually, I don't even know. I feel like this is going to be disappointing for some reason. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> the first one's bad. Mm. Like, objectively bad. We all agree that. Nope. It's definitely not an unpopular opinion that I feel that I'm just confused <laughs> why everyone else doesn't get. Uh, but yeah, I hope it's good. I don't... I, for some reason, I feel like I'm just setting myself up for disappointment. Sherlock Gnomes, the sequel to Gnomeo and Juliet, which came out in 2010, I think. There was a sequel to Gnomeo and Juliet, though. Oh, there was? There was Gnomeo and Juliet 2, and it had another pun in it. Oh. So this is the third movie? This is the third one, Starring Johnny Depp as Sherlock Gnomes. Hmm. Mm. So what do you think this movie's about? Well, there's this part where they're like, we need a ship to get across this thing, and then one of the gnomes is like, no ship, Sherlock. (laughs) You know what? <laughs> it, it, my hope for Infinity War now is that at some point a character, one of the like Hawkeye's, is like, oh no, no shit, shit, Sherlock, Sherlock to Doctor Strange, to Doctor no, and then Doctor Strange and Tony Stark both turn around <laughs> thinking they're talking to him. That's what I want to happen in that movie. Now that, that's what I that'll want. That'll be worth my admission. That happens. Oh my god. Less Benedict Cumberbatch. That's why I went for the Avengers. Uh, or no, actually more. Cause when... I want more of that good, big Americano accent. 
god, that's so funny. Isle of Dogs. Yes. Yes, that's probably I'm one so I'm most excited, excited for. Uh, a new Paul Anderson year. movie. Oh, uh, not Paul Anderson. Uh, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. My bad. Jeez. Um, yeah, it looks There's fantastic. Isle of Dogs. Trash Island. How'd you describe the style of this movie? It's like dirty claymation. Yeah, I guess. Island of Dogs, there's no dogs allowed in Japan, right? Yeah, because there's dog flu, so right. all the dogs are being Sent exiled to, an island. to Trash Island. Yeah. And then there's this one kid he wants his dog. He wants his dog back, so he hijacks his plane and goes to Trash Island and, and finds Brian Cranston. Yeah. And... Hell yeah. <laughs> he's a dog. And he's like, We get it. You are looking for your lost dog's butts. Yeah. Looks great. And it's got the whole Wes Anderson caravan of yes, actors it in it, and I am excited because that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, Unsane? I forget what this is. It's uh, That movie shot on an iPhone by that director yeah. that apparently is really good that I've never heard of before. I don't know. But uh, it's this woman who's trying to flee a stalker, and she ends up accidentally admitting herself to a psych ward, and her stalker is there. Or is he... And yeah, there's a whole thing where it's apparently sh- it's shot on an iPhone, and so there's a gimmick there for you. It looks like it could either be bad or okay, or maybe good. I feel like it's a movie that at least you and me, Carrie, will end up watching yeah, at some point, yeah, I feel. Mm. All right, let's now get, to the real let's movie. Let's get to the big one that none of us are into. Ready Player One. Based I hope on this the movie novel bombs. That... I hope it bombs. I like recognizing stuff. The movie. What if the arm giant met Tomb Raider? This feels like one of those. This feels like epic movie, but like with Uh, (laughs) budget. Yeah. (laughs) Very much so. Oh no, Paris Hilton. Um. So yeah, he goes and he puts the VR headset. He goes to the Oasis. It's like a video game, but it's all like. All the stuff you know, that's but, all the, that's all the but they person. don't know. We know. Yeah, we get it. For them, it's just like, oh, it's this crazy British lady with an orange jumpsuit who wears goggles and has an aviator jacket. I don't fucking know. His name is Trace. Trace who? Yeah, exactly. Do you uh. think Steven Spielberg knows who Tracer is? No way. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's a popular video game, so I don't know. I don't know who Tracer is. Mm-hmm. She's British. I don't I don't get it. I'm not a gamer. I can't watch this movie. Right. So do you think this movie is going to just be a list of references? Probably. I'm trying to... I, I'm looking at the Wikia, but I don't trust this. Because Anyone could just be like, Donkey Kong is there. <laughs> According to this, uh, fucking Kid Icarus is there. Uh, I don't believe it at all because this is all ju- this is all bull. Yeah, people just went to this and just spammed this garbage. <laughs> There's no way all this is here. The Buffalo Wild Wings mascot is there. <laughs> There's no way Amaterasu is in this fucking movie. You're all fucking from fucking Okada. with me. The Phantom of yes. the Opera is there. Oh hell yeah! Sands awesome. from Undertale is not in this. <laughs> Sands from Undertale. That'd be hilarious. Oh my god, that'd be great actually. I can't wait for the breakdown. I was like, all right, zoom in, enhance. Red circle, sand some Undertale right there. <laughs> and that purple dot next to him, you guessed it, that's Papyrus. And over there, the purple man from Five Nights at Freddy's. There oh, he is. Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, a creeper from Minecraft. That's, that'll probably be there, actually. That's not that. Oh, my God, it's Slenderman. Probably. 
how many more video games can Carrie think of? Uh, it's, oh my god, it's the guy from Peggle! Uh. <laughs> oh, guy you report from Papers, please! <laughs> the guy from Peggle. So you say the guy from Peggle. I think the guy from Peggle's. I thought the about horse. the guy at E3. Oh. <laughs> like, Peggle! Two! <laughs> that guy. <laughs> no, I think that guy's in the movie. You know, I would have been excited. <laughs> I hope a gun, like an actual gun, is in Ready Player I One. I know there was a screening of Ready Player One at uh, South by Southwest, and apparently people said good things leaving the theater. Yay. But I feel like... It looks like ass, visually. <laughs> Just like aesthetically. It looks awful. I feel like if I ever watched a movie in the same room as Steven Spielberg... I would. I'd be like, oh yeah, that was fine. I'd be <laughs> like, yeah, the post was great. Where the fuck <laughs> were boom blocks? There were no boom blocks in them whole movie. Where were the fidget spinners? Oh. Mm. Mm. Where was uh? Where was what's that? What's that? What's boom it? blocks. Waldo. Where's Walt? Yeah, where's Waldo? <laughs> Rob the robot. Where's uh? Mac. Where where is Mac? <laughs> where's a uh, Captain Rainbow? Yeah, there you go. Where's, where's Captain Cap- Rainbow? Where's Where's Captain Planet? Where's Captain N from that 80s show? Where's Breath of the Wild Link? Yes. Uh, okay. Where is Smash 5 real? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Are we going to see this movie, though? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to, but <laughs> like also, I got to know. Yeah. But also... Maybe we can watch it illegally. Maybe. You said that live on <laughs> No more money in Steven Spielberg's pocket. <laughs> I'm not on my one. I'm, I'm putting my foot down. This is $15 you are not going to make, sir. <laughs> Anyways, that's what's coming in March. Look forward to that, I guess. <laughs> Isle of Dogs. What are we looking forward to seeing? Like, Isle of Dogs. I'm honestly not looking forward to that. Really? Because no. you, you like cats, Ryan? No, I, I have a dog now. <laughs> I like dogs. No, I just don't like I don't like claymation. I I don't oh, know why. Wow. It cuts I feel like off. I've heard you say this before. Yeah, that's I feel a weird like thing. I'm just as offended even yeah. though I've heard that's it. That's a weird thing. I, mean, I have no problem with Wes Anderson. I just So don't. what are you looking forward to? I mean <laughs> Yeah, Ryan, what do you like? <laughs> Sherlock Dolls? <laughs> nice. Uh I'll probably see Tomb Raider. I have free movie tickets. I got them from work. Oh. Soda to seizure and I had I helped. It's fine. <laughs> They're giving me movie tickets now for that. I got, I got a pair for some reason. Yeah, someone at work. Uh, we probably should be talking about work on the podcast. No. Yeah, never mind. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Um, I got free movie tickets for helping someone who was, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, that's a podcast. I don't. I. It sounds like I'm pretty Watch bummed out. Watch Tomb Raider. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Watch. It. Watch the 2001 Tomb Raider or Laura- 1999. Laura Croft Tomb Raider. That's what the I name know when the movie came out. Was it 2001? Who cares? I remember loving that movie. It had to be after three, right? Yeah, so it would be... I, 2001 sounds right, then. It'd be yeah. two, no, it'd be after The Last Revelation. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. When did The Cradle of Life come out? I didn't see that, the, that was. I think that was 2003. Oh. That's the one with Gerard Butler in it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's an episode. We'll see you for March. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Two movies are real. Uh, as usual, you can follow us on Twitter. I can find you can find me at jcruzalvarez26. Tell me how I should be excited about Avengers. I guess <laughs> Infinity War. Uh, tell me who you, your favorite Marvel man is. I don't know. Ryan, where can people I like find you? Spider Man. <laughs> I'm at, I'm at Frying Pans. Where's Moon Knight? Where? 
<laughs> Carrie, where can people find you? You can find me at car, K-A-R, underscore E, Lyles, L-Y-L-E-S. You can see me live tweet Demon House starring Zach Baggins. You already did directed, that. But I'll do it again. Uh, <laughs> Watch me dead tweet this ghost no. movie. Did you From, rent that or buy that? I bought that. Are oh, you fucking kidding me? Well, you need to come over so that <laughs> we can watch it. It's on my Amazon, so we'll have to do some logging in. Oh, but fucking we all—we got to be logged in if we're gonna watch the Hell fucking Zach Bagans yeah. documentary. I can't believe we didn't talk about Magic Magic Carrie. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, that's okay. That, no, about... no, we can revive the dead segment of the podcast where we recommend a movie. <laughs> Nope, no. Look up Magic Magic starring Michael Just look Sarah. up the trailer for Magic Magic. <laughs> and then imagine what that movie would be and then don't actually watch no, the don't movie. Actually I'm, I'm curious. So while Ryan does that, <laughs> goodbye everyone. Until next time, take care. We'll see you on the next episode of Movies Are Real.